0: Hello and welcome back to Purposeful Planning with Aspen Wealth Management. This is Jim Davis and this week we're going to look at special financial considerations for blended families. Anyone who has ever attended a wedding has heard lots of statements about love, hope, happiness, and other positive attributes. And that's as it should be. When two people decide to join their lives together, whether for the first time or in a remarriage, the occasion should be marked by joyful anticipation and a positive forward-looking expectation not just from the couple, from from everyone who cares about them. When it comes to remarriages, this is an important time to consider the effects of blending a family. Especially when either or both new spouses bring children into the new union, then these considerations become even more critical. Foremost in these considerations are financial matters. Here are some key things to think about if you are considering or are already involved in creating a new blended family or a step family. Number one, Communication. It's no secret that good communication is the primary foundation for any meaningful relationship, whether it's business, friendship, or maybe the most important of all, marriage. Open, honest communication must precede everything else, especially for two people who have decided to share their lives together. This is nowhere more true than with a couple's finances. In relationships across the world, many would describe financial infidelity among other things like concealing spending or hiding financial accounts from a spouse, as nearly as destructive to the relationship as physical infidelity. And unfortunately, financial infidelity is all too common. According to a 2019 report from creditcards.com, some 20% of Americans are concealing a financial account from a spouse or other life partner, and in most cases not because they want to surprise their partner with a gift. Needless to say, this practice is no way to build a trust and relationship. So when it comes to your blended family and finances, it's vital that you communicate. Number two, estate planning. For new families with significant assets, it is vital to establish a clear understanding of the estate each spouse brings to the union. When children from more than one marriage are involved, the spouses must communicate with each other about their expectations for leaving assets to the children. For example, If one or both spouses have trust created for college expenses before the marriage, both need to know that these assets will likely be maintained as non-marital property by the spouse who created the trust. Typically, this can include assets either partner brought into the marriage and inheritance received after the marriage began. The form of ownership of the assets is essential too. If they are held in account designated either tenants in common or joint ownership with rights of survivorship, they will typically be considered equal commingled assets belonging to both spouses. For this reason, assets intended to be maintained as separate property should be held in a trust designated for that purpose or in an account owned only by the partner who owns the assets. On the other hand, the new spouses may want to formulate a new agreement about any financial support or inheritance each will provide to their respective stepchildren. This point relies heavily on the success of communication. If you have managed to communicate well at the beginning, estate planning can be an honest and open and most importantly successful conversation. Finally, number three is your prior obligations and beneficiaries. Some partners may come to the new marriage with pre-existing contractual obligations to an ex-spouse that must be considered, such as alimony, child support, etc. These should be clearly communicated to and understood by the new spouse. Another important consideration is the beneficiary designation of assets like life insurance policies, annuities, retirement accounts, and more. Typically, these accounts have named beneficiaries who will receive the assets upon the account owner's death, often without going through the probate process. It is all too common for an old IRA account or life insurance policy, for example, to contain an out-of-date beneficiary designation that does not accord with the account owner's current intentions or estate plan. For this reason, it is vital for both spouses and a new blended family to review their life insurance policies, retirement accounts, and other assets with named beneficiaries to make sure that the designations reflect their current wishes. Because many beneficiary designations also permit the owner to set the percentage of the total benefit that would go to each beneficiary upon the owner's death, these percentages should also be reviewed to be sure they are in accordance with the owner's current intentions. As a fiduciary financial planner and wealth advisor, Aspen Wealth Management has the expertise and experience to provide financial guidance and advice for your family, always in your best interest. If you're interested in more financial insights like these, you can get them right now on our website. Just go to AspenWealthMGMT.com to read our blogs and get the latest insights. If you're interested in learning more um, or want to have a conversation further, you can listen to us through Alexa or in your favorite podcast app. Visit AspenWealthMGMT.com for our contact information or AspenWealthMGMT.com slash Alexa to learn more.